There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that a culture? Yes. Goodness. Wow. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. High level of brownouts today in LA. So if I melt down, just blame Mother Nature. Oh, no. You hate to hear that. She is soaring. The temperatures are in the triple digits. LA is under attack by heat. By heat. Ain't that the story? I, I, I'm going to be there in a few days and I'm not really Ugh. looking forward to it. Bring your skimpiest clothes because, honey, you are going to want to be very prepared for the heat. I just came from Palm Springs and my brain is cooked. Tell me how, how your LDW was. Such a good LDW. Um, I spent a lot of time in my favorite locale, the Ace Hotel Pool. I was sort of like, you know, vibing, as they say. And I thought, if this was heaven, I would say, period. Period. Yes. If this is heaven, honey, install the pearly gates. I don't see them. Boo. Cut to me with a frozen Paloma. Salt or tahini rim. At Tropical? Well, we haven't even made to Tropical yet. And you know we went to Tropical. See me sitting by the pool. Frozen Paloma, salt or tahini rim, depending on your which one of the binary you want that day. Oh. And then <laughs> sipping with your legs in the damn water, watching flops just like flop around the strangers of it all, the characters you meet. Yeah. If that's heaven, sign me up for heaven. Sign me up for heaven. Subscribe. Subscribe to heaven. 
<laughs> I I love that you went. I I know it's a place you love to go. Would you say that you are, you know, Ross Matthews level, oh. sort of Morgan McMichael's level Palm Springs? I can't claim it as a zip code yet. But I do know that I will end up at the Tropical Bar, a completely like other shade other than I am now because of baking in the sun at some point. Let's say when I get to like, you know, 65, 66, sure. I will move out there. Bake You'll be in the, the outdoor area. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Post up in that outdoor area where like um, all the all it's like it's very OC out there. Oh, speaking of which, we literally we literally saw Vicky Gunvalson there that one time. Right. I was just going to say this oh was before God. she was like a sort of figure to us. But she was right. really very central in the restaurant. She was sat very visibly. Yeah. She was really living her tropical fantasy. You and I had such opposite weeks, I would say, and such opposite climbs, climates. You well, know, tell us you, about your climb, Miley Cyrus. Well, here's here's the climb, okay? And can we say it's a rule of culture? It's the climb. It's the That's climb. That's rule of culture number 30. It's, it's the climb. the climb. Period. I was uh, working in Iceland and it was one of, it was a life-changing experience. Okay, so I do have to come out and tell... Come out. Come out now. I have to tell the readers a story that um, really deals with shame. Oh my God, you're going to do this? I'm going to do this. Because I, t- I talked about it in therapy. I told you, you were the one of the first people I told. I support this 100%. And I want you to go off now, Queen. Okay, Queen. This is truly the honesty zone. It's crossed over into... The pod, period. The honesty zone is indefinitely <laughs> canceled, but every now and then we'll bring it to Las Culturistas, okay? Now, I had a day of work mm. where we started out at a waterfall, one of the many waterfalls, gorgeous waterfalls in Iceland. Start Had a day starting out there. Just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Mm. Was like, wow, I'm very lucky to be working, period. I'm lucky to be working in this environment. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a life. Well, you were having one of the best days of your life. Yeah. Let's to say just, nothing let's of the animals that. that you met along the way. Well, I was going to say, mm-hmm. next stop was yes. the Laxness Horse Farm, one of the oh. famous horse farms in Iceland. Ben Stiller was just there riding one of the Icelandic horses about a week oh, ago. Huge star. Huge star. Director, even. Huge A-list and, actor, director. And me-nominated director. I Best of luck to him. Best of luck to him at the big show at the big show and got to ride an Icelandic horse, which it's crazy. It's horse eugenics because the Icelandic horses can't leave. Oh no, I'm sorry. No other horses can enter Iceland. Mm -hmm. And if an Icelandic horse leaves Iceland for any reason, it cannot come back. uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Is this spiritual? No, uh, it's not spiritual. It's, it's, I think it's just like, uh, because all the Icelandic horses are purebred, horses they're between the size of a pony and like a full-on mare so basically they don't want any fuckery with other horses not of iceland because it could fuck up it's for diseases it's for disease reasons mostly period but you know sort of when i say it it sounds like eugenics and it's it's unfortunate but did sound like that when you said it most horses i think 99 percent of horses only have four walks four gates right Icelandic horses have a fifth gate, a they fifth have, walk. They were given a little bit more. They, God must have spent a little more time on them. On they you. have you. The fifth walk is a trot. It's called a tolt in Icelandic. And I was shown a video of my horse handler riding this horse bareback while oh. holding a full <laughs> glass of beer. Picture your favorite beer filled yeah, to the brim. 
mm-hmm. and you're holding it to the side while you're on an Icelandic horse that is galloping at such a steady clip and such at such a steady level way that the that the beer not a drop of beer is spilling out. Oh my god! Isn't that amazing? That is so incredible. Amazing. And so, what happened next? I'm telling you, Matt, you would have loved this. I'm, I'm, li- I'm wrapped right now, and it really is. You were truly in a different environment than me. You, sort of in the mountains with the horses. Me in the pool with the Palm Springs residents. Like this is a tale of two cities that I've that I've ever heard. ever heard. Never heard a tale of two cities like this. Like this. Now. I was having, as you said, one of the best days of my life. And I even told you this when I... You did. You reached out to say that. When I prefaced the story that I'm about to tell the readers to you, I said, this was one of the best days of my life. I thought, I'm so lucky to be experiencing these experiences. And then at one point, it's a new deal. They're turning the cameras Mm -hmm. at the horse farm. Sure. I have a costume on that is five layers, both top and bottom. I have crazy layers. The sound guy, Kirtan... Puts a crazy rig on me with the wire, just sticks the wire behind me. So, you know, a sound person will typically put the microphone, tape it to your clothing, right. uh, around your decollete, your neck. I'm just, I'm just, you're a showbiz legend. You're very seasoned in the business and the ways of set life. I'm, I'm aware of where the mic just... is placed. We can just say it like that. We don't have to say too much of this verbiage. You know, I know where the mic's going. It's true. It's I, too I'm early to say legend in my career, I think. You have to wait a couple of years. Jennifer Lewis herself said that you have the it factor. We'll get to that later because I have things to say about that episode because it was truly one of the best, one of the best interviews, conversations I've been privileged to listen to. More on that later. That's not true, Ellen, but continue with your story legend. The wire gets looped behind my back and typically, you know, they put the mic pack on your waist, clip it to your waist. And again, I have layers and layers and layers of clothing on me. I go to my trailer to relieve relieve defecate take a big shit <laughs> can i just pause for one second the fact that relieve and defecate sort of mean the same thing they feel so different like i'm stepping away to relieve myself and i'm stepping away to defecate you're saying the same thing but the w- le- words you use can change everything and it's a rule of culture number 49 the words, the words you, you use can change, can change everything. everything well defecate has some more fricative oh, sounds there it is again it's so fricative like like the the cut the foot like it just it, it's it, the defecate it, it is letting you know something sharp hard and very real about life is happening defecate relief well, just you wait relief sounds so meditative sounds so natural defecate mm, that's tough. hard anyway continue <clears throat> iconic friend I go to the bathroom in my trailer. And to take down my pants, I have to sort of move my scarf, move my poncho, take off my pants, take off my thermal leggings underneath. Business. Take take down my compression garment that's sort of like helping me snatch a little bit for camera. Lots of business, yeah. Which is which is what you know what the, the costume department gave me. Movie magic. And then movie magic. The wire is still sort of, mind you tautly behind me my running down my back running down to the waist of the pants which is at this point on the floor mm-hmm. or close to the floor i'm not one of those poopers who you know and it's this all is no shade off. yeah so, some of these people and the most iconic people let's just say are mm-hmm. the people at public urinals elementary school style who put down the pants to the ankles 
Yeah, I think those are the most iconic people around. And it shows a confidence that only people out there are aspiring to. Mm -hmm. You and I have a long way to go to get to that level. Well, and also, Bone, you have to understand some people, they have to get fully nude to in order to pee or defecate. Sorry, everyone, for Oof, the frickle, frickle that word list. Again. That word, Frick, fricative. fricative. Found it. Sorry to these men and to these women and to anyone out there listening, but those icons are wearing rompers and you can't just do whatever you want. Okay, yeah. you can't just do whatever you want in a so romper. True. You so have to get nude. Legend. Legends icons. So true. Jennifer Lewis, it factor legend. What now, happened next? I go, I turn around, everything looks good. I flush the toilet, I zip up, I, I pull up my compressions, my leggings, my pants. Yeah, you're thinking at that point, period. Period. I go, I'm, let me just re-jigger the wire a little bit and I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. I have a huge poncho sort of draped over my ass as well. Got it. I feel a little tug behind me as I walk out to set. We're shooting outdoors, mind you. Yeah. And I'm also in a crazy wig, color contacts. I look stupid mm-hmm. for the comedy of the show. Aquafina mm-hmm. is Nora from Queens. Mm-hmm. A very comedic show. Mm-hmm. Am I giving too much context? Maybe. Really? What What happened? Tell I, walk back, I walk back to set. There's a bunch of horses all around. Mm-hmm. Crew people wonderful Icelandic union paid crew people fulfilled lives. They're so these, these people have worked on, on every set you can think of in Iceland, mm-hmm. the Northmen halo, every Nordic noir you can imagine. They are figures of esteem and respect. Executive producer, Anna is saying that she's on the end of her seat. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I walk right in front of video village mm-hmm. and Sassi, the iconic former model who is now our production manager, Polish-German beauty, coolest girl on set at the function. of esteem, respect, and great beauty. Is calling, is making restaurant reservations for the entire cast and crew every night at the most exclusive places in Reykjavik. This woman has power. This woman has seen, this woman understands. Kings, queens, legends. Kings, queens, legends. She's seen it all. She knows. She's dined with them. Yeah. She, you, you would think that she has not experienced much shame in her life. Maybe, maybe that's a projection. Maybe, maybe I'm assuming too much. She was poised. She turned, we have not interacted too many times at this point. Mm-hmm. I hear her call out my name. She goes, Oh, Bowen, you have, um, you have a little piece of paper dangling behind you. Mm-hmm. I go, What? And before I pull up the wire to see, to fish up what was caught on it, because I assume it was on my wire, the director peeks out from behind Village and he who decides runs to get the involved. Set? Who really who runs, runs the, the set? So the, yeah. the director is someone who runs a, a film set, a TV set. Yeah. Sort of is the leader. They're a figure of esteem and um, great power. Authority. Great and authority. Power. And they're, they're a figure of respect. And if you look silly in front of them that's not great you are the jester flop period you're the jester flop period and the great clown square known as a film set our director the great jordan kim comes out and goes oh yeah what is that oh i fish up the wire Mm -hmm. it is a 
used wad of toilet paper full of brown. And when you do say brown, you do mean your poop. Your poop was all over your My defecation. (laughs) I've never felt, everyone should, I've never felt more embarrassed in Mm -hmm. my life. Sister, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Isn't that, is that, can you imagine a a more environment? No, humiliating. Can you imagine a more humiliating moment? I can't let you hang out here by yourself. So I said to you, if you shared this story, that I would share something as well. No, had, no, 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 no. I you had a speedo to. and I ruined it when I was sick in, in, in Fire Island. I sharded in the speedo and I had to throw it. Oh, I threw it over the ledge. I threw it over the ledge. <laughs> you, you literally <laughs> with your shard? Matt. I did go down and get it and put it in the in the in the garbage. I, Just kidding. Did I? This will be one of the great <laughs> questions of Las Cotristas. Did I go down eventually and pick up the speedo and actually dispose of it, or did I just throw it over the, a ledge at Fire Island? It's not giving honesty zone if you're not being. Up, Can I say something? No one will ever find out the answer to this question. It will be my great secret. But this is the thing. It's a secret for you, and no, you did not have to tell anybody this. Period. Well, I'm saying, actually, I, I take it back. You would have to volunteer this story to someone like me, mm-hmm. your best friend, and I don't judge you for it. Many would say my girl. Your girl. And I would say that I there was no escaping the truth of the matter. There was no escaping the shame of being in front of all your coworkers on a set. Right. On a foreign set with people that you are you have only started to get familiar with. There is no competition at all. Your story is the humiliating moment of a lifetime. I was simply trying to be charitable in my sharings because I feel so Thank sad you. that you flopped in the clown square so hard as to be covered in your filth in front of figures of great esteem, respect, beauty leadership and talent did i mention there were former models on this set polish german legends they had a great fortune of beauty these people they had a great fortune of beauty not i well it gets better i didn't i don't even think i told you this part tell me more about it i'm mortified and i race well first of all sweet jordan god bless him a kind effective director a good Who shouldn't have seen mine. that? Who shouldn't have, he seen, shouldn't have that. seen that? But I've known him many years, and he's you know he's he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. As I run away after realizing what had happened, he says to me, "It happens." No, and I and I and this is what I said, staring at the ground, walking away. I go, "Oh no, no, it doesn't." <laughs> and I run back, and I run, I scurry back to my trailer, and see that there is at least two wads of used toilet paper on the ground in the tra- that I had that that had come off the tail that my my little wire tail on the way over and there are teamsters PAs kind of like who have been there all along who probably have gone what is that my girl was set decorating period <laughs> I, was, I was props department <laughs> i was i was giving Production design? Yeah. Special effects? 
special effects, practical bit. You were making movies this week. Bam. It was movie magic. It was movie magic. And I walk back to my trailer and I go, oh my God, I shat all over this set. And so I was, I, I could not bring myself to, to talk. I could not bring myself to talk about it to anyone until the last night where Saucy took us out for drinks. Legend. <sighs> And then at one point oh. I did say to say to Saucy, well, I was telling the story to two other people um, at the bar. And then Saucy was sitting next to me and she had over, she was in another conversation, but she overheard me recounting the story. And then Saucy goes, you know what, Bowen? I'm so glad that you're like, you have a sense of humor about it now because <sighs> I was so scared that I had embarrassed you so much by letting you know what was happening. And I said, no, Saucy, you did me such a favor. She goes, I just wanted, she was like, I had to let you know before more people saw. Yeah. And she, I I really do think she, she She, saved my life. She is a heroine. I have to say that Saucy has stepped forth and really taken her place in the Lost Culturistas canon. And it is um, actually our honor to announce that um, Saucy is a winner of the Legend Award, the Last Culturistas Legend Award, and she might be nominated for more. And the nom the nomination, the full nomination, will be Saucy, the Icelandic production manager, who told Bowen he had shit on his costume. On his costume, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she is a nominee. She is a recipient of the Legend Award. And that does not mean she has won the Legend Award at the Culture Awards, but today she is, or was it the Icon Award that we give? There's, there's, there's the TFR Legend Award, <laughs> right? There is the <laughs> Queendom Award, of course, the Queendom Award. She, I think she's up for all those categories. You're right. I think that okay. she, we already have a nominations leader, but we can't announce yet. We can't but just around the yet. corner is going to be the Lost Culturistas Culture Awards nominations. Just around the corner. It's going to be a nom- it's going to be a category reveal first and then at a later date we will mm-hmm. reveal the nominees because there will be new categories and some uh some remnants of categories from last year. Some remnants just like what Bowen was leaving all around the set. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. And then very quickly, just to cap off the story, I did also tell Sarah Sherman and Celeste Yim because I was so embarrassed to know. Like I was already on text thread with them already. I was like, you gotta you tell I people, to- I think. You I did. You I did have know. To own and, it. And I, you have to own it. And I texted them. I was like, you guys, the worst thing, one of the worst things that's ever happened in my life just happened to me. And they go, What? What happened? And then I told them, and then Sarah, God bless her, said, you know, I was just with a costume designer on on a job. And she was like, and she has worked with every single actor you can think of. And she goes to Sarah, every actor, period, has mm-hmm. shot their pants while on the job. Yes. And that is, I need to believe that in order to survive this. And here's some, just if you, if this helps you, here's some actors. And so when we say that every actor has shit themselves while on the job, I just wanted to name some actors and they've all shit themselves. Gina Davis, she shits herself. Jessica um, Chastain. The great Jessica Chastain has pooped. Um, you Tom know, Hanks. Tom Hanks pooped. Yes, Angela Lansbury pooped. And she, she sometimes would poop in her costume because she's an actor and every actor has done it. Yeah. Melanie Linsky. Saoirse Ronan has been pooping uh, for several years now in big films. And here's a transition for you. 
Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Gemma Chan, Florence Pugh. They've all, they all shat themselves on the set of Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. And Olivia Wilde shit herself in her acting costume and her regular clothes as a director on the set. Incredible. No, oh, did a, a direct it, so it's not just exclusive to the actors, it's also directors. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said... Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com. 
Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Let's talk about, should we talk about what's been happening at Venice? Did you see their fucking looks? Because Florence, yeah. absolutely. She said, I'm showing up for one thing. And, but you get a moment. Though that, that leg and that shoe, she was giving movie star arriving. Period. Once a year yeah. at Venice, once a year at Venice, there is one person who cements themselves as a legend, if they have not already, mm. with a va- with a Valentino haute couture look that it features ostrich feathers. 100%. 2018, that was Lady Gaga in that pink thing. That was Valentino. Like that iconic photo of Gaga at Venice when it was raining just a little and there was just those droplets like reflecting the flash. Oh my God, that's one of the most beautiful photos ever taken. And we also have to say, Becca, producer Becca has just like chimed in and says also the purple because she, the purple she, amazing. she showed up looking like I, honestly I would have accepted that as the as the look I was as like oh I, like she she literally showed up in that purple just to arrive in Venice pre costume change and I was like that was the look I, I was good with it then this I was like okay history is made it inspired me honestly it's like this is the aesthetic I was like. I am a short-legged person, and so is Florence, and she's making it work. Uh, let's let's just say, let's just pause for one second to say Pugiotto. It's Pidgeotto. Pugi- it's Florence, Pidgeotto Pugio. down. And here's something about Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto is a is a star, is an actress, is a talent, and is in her prime. And this is what I was thinking when I was driving back from hair. Palm Springs today. It required much of my thought. I think we have a generation of these young girls, these movie stars, who are turning fashion. Zendaya gives it. Florence just gave it. Fucking Timmy Chalamet gives it. Like, my my girl showed up, the young girl showed up backless. Completely backless. You gotta give it up. I... It was Laura the, Flynn Boyle. Yeah. Countess Luann, obviously. I have to say you know how we've been saying for so long like there are no movie stars anymore there are no real movie stars anymore i kind of am starting to disagree with that yeah i mean i just named three and then you think about tom holland like all these people are good they're hot they're really talented they're you know they're different than what usually gets shoved down your throat zendaya in particular like she to me i think i was thinking about how she has an like a one name, like she has a mononym. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you, cause when you can give legend, give legend, legend. And that's a rule of culture. Number 100. If you can you give, legend, can't give legend, give legend, give legend, legend, legend. Venice is interesting. I'm excited to see the whale that got a great reception. Okay. It was very, very fun to see Brendan Fraser get emotional. It was a huge Brendan Fraser week for me, actually. Really? Did you watch the, a lot of people are watching the people are people watch the mummy this week a lot. Okay. A lot yes. Of, girl, the mummy too was on television when we were getting ready one night in Palm Springs. And I realized I haven't sat and watched this movie in some time. Rachel Vice, that was a moment in screen history. Mm. When she rocked that bold eye and she was snatched. 
Rachel Weisz is such a star. Yeah. And Mummy 2 was the moment. And that film is incredibly scary and dark. Mm. And there is a moment where a mummy sucks the life out of another guy. I was really upset and distressed by it. That's really scary. It was so scary, Bo. And I think the mummy is due for some sort of grand return in the culture. Here's something. They just refurbished the attraction in Orlando. Okay. So the mummy ride in Orlando right now, and things are absolutely popping off in Orlando. We're going, we're going in January, by the way. Do you hear about this Epic universe? Have I told you about the Epic universe? Yes. You've told me every time. Have I told the readers that there's a classic monsters land with Frankenstein, Dracula. Yes. All that. And then there's been more leaked about it. And this is the rumor that the like diegetic of it, like, is that it's now the year 2022 and it's like a museum land and the the Frankenstein castle is now run by his great, great, great granddaughter, Victoria Frankenstein, who apparently is a legend and invites you into the Frankenstein manor for an experience with classic monsters, like in a zoo setting. And of course, in great universal rides and attractions fashion, something period goes period wrong period and monsters are unleashed. Let me tell you something right now. As I point in your face, get into it. <laughs> you don't have to tell me I'm already there. I'm into I'm it. Already there. Remember that Lone Star song? That was iconic. I- Iconic. Wow, I love this premise. Victoria Frankenstein. Victoria Frankenstein, who I want to be everything who, and more. Who who should play her? This is what I said. Okay, who should play? Everyone, readers, get together with us on we this. We need to start dream ca- fan casting Victoria Frankenstein. Victoria Frankenstein. She runs a manor and she says, come here, I have something to show you. Who is it? Who plays her? Florence. It has to be an icon. Florence. You might have missed this earlier when you were talking about Pidgeotto saying she's a star, she's an actress. Pidgeotto, Pidgeotto, sorry. Pidgeotto, Pidgeotto, Pidgeotto. That sounds like a, that's, actually, yeah. that's literally a hook. Pidgeotto, 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 Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto. I'm shaking my fucking ass, period. Pidgeotto is a short. <laughs> Pidgeotto as a bop. Pidgeotto, Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto. That is actually really, really, really something we should think about. We should think about that. Pidgeotto is a short-haired queen, much like Miss Flo. Florence showing up in these looks. Amazing. It's Florence Pugiotto down. Florence Pugiotto. That's yeah. it. She's taking flight. I choose you, as they have always iconically said. I choose you. Choose you. Talk about that as a moment. T- talk about what it feels like as a Pokemon to be chosen by the master. I choose you. Oh my God. It's an iconic emotion. Three words, monosyllabic words in the culture forever associated with this IP. You can never say I choose you in a setting without evoking Ash Ketchum. Sorry, Sarah Bareilles. Sorry, Sarah. By the way, we love that profile of her, the New Yorker. Oh my God. And so I've now seen her in it. Oh, tell and us. And I have to tell you, congratulations to the entire cast who just left because this is a perfect show. Sarah Bareilles, it, where is the Tony on her mantle? We should consider putting it there. I listened to, after sleeping on it for so long, finally listened to the now like seven-year-old album of What's Inside, like her mm-hmm. singing all the waitress songs. When he sees me, 
when he sees me me is truly when she takes it down the octave again at the end when she goes once to again when she when she's like wailed the whole thing i loved it when he sees me in the cast recording it's a great it stands out as a character Mm -hmm. you know sort of like number right like it's kimiko gland it's it's like and she's incredible she did a great job with it did a great job but then to hear Sarah just give it like a precision, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Is and and have it still work so well as a song? I go, wow! Like I almost like this better. Dare I say? I mean, they're her songs. You know what I mean? I like I, I think that she's always going to be connected to them in a way. I do think, like in terms of she used to be mine. I think like Jesse Mueller really sang the shit out of that yeah. song. But I will also say on the duet, um, "You Matter to Me." Yeah. Sarah just is so, you know what I mean? Like her sound, the way she acts, like the way she tells a story is just so simple and present mm. that like it's perfect for um, moments in the woods. And like it deserves to go down <gasps> as like one of the best interpretations of that because she's just so thoughtful with every note and every word. She's thoughtful. And literally that's what that song is. It's there's thoughts, thought it's thought to thought to thought to thought to thought. And so Sarah is able to just be pinpoint accurate with like the way she places where you're feeling things. And it's just, it was a treat and a treasure. And like, honestly, that is the type of thing you want to see when you go like to see live theater period and moments in the woods is a perfect example of especially in sarah's take on it of the jennifer lewis thing of like i don't cry i make them cry mm. like i'm not crying as the character i'm i'm just i'm doing i'm making choices in order to try and evoke something from the audience and it works yeah i was being facetious earlier when you were like that was an incredible interview because you were placing a lot of yeah. it on me but but I, it really was she was such like the book is great you finished the, the book, book is right? incredible i finished the book so 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 good she's just like not only is she so incredibly entertaining to speak to it's just like it's just always or such a, a ride but also like she really is smart and she's seen a lot like this story about being conned by this guy that she fell in love oh, with yeah. i mean she's just done and seen so much and so like every single time I'm like, like in the same vicinity as her. Like you walk away, like feeling like she's just a force of nature. And reading the book, I kept reminding myself or being reminded that Patricia on, I love that for you is so grounded in something that like, you don't really get from Jennifer Lewis, the persona, the person who writes like, you know, her life. Yeah. Patricia is something completely different and i'm sure but and yeah i'm sure that jennifer still like finds her way in somehow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's so not like jennifer lewis you know what's funny is that when we were doing it on set they definitely had the option to make it jennifer lewis like i will say she definitely gave you some takes that were like really grand and like you know a lot of power in the way that um, yes. Jennifer expresses it, which is an action. Where so like every other take, she would really throw one away. And I've noticed that's what they used every single mm. time. They really like gave like such a like the moments where she has so much heft are like that's so powerful. And they yeah. really the, they 
it was just really well found and yeah i should just say that i was very sad to miss that interview but as i told you on a text note with joel kim booster who just got back from burning man a, a transformative experience for him um i oh God, did not yeah. mind i did not mind listening to the two of you talk just one-on-one it was so lovely to listen to i was so i was just beaming the whole time for both of you i was like matt has found a mentor and a peer and a friend in this amazing person and she you can tell she respects the hell out of you it's 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 very nice (sighs) it's very nice and honestly like i had just um I don't know. It's like she, she but she does, ha- she is onto something when she says, when she said that thing, some people just have a little bit more. Like I was thinking about that with Sarah when I was watching it. I'm like, some people just have a little bit more. Like it's, yeah. and yeah, it's so I just like think, you know, we're, we're going to see if she gives it on Wednesday is Ms. Leah. Wow. That is right. That is within 48 hours away. Yeah. I'm very excited. I was saying to someone that it's not like, a full insurance policy to have Leah be Fanny. It could mm-hmm. still be bad. <laughs> I mean, of course it could. Anything could be bad at any time. That's culture. Anything could be bad at any time. Anytime. Like, you know what's funny about the, all this don't worry darling stuff is it's like the reviews have come out and some people are like, it's not that great. And then, like, you're like, oh, wow. All that went into like something that now is not that great. Obviously, I, I haven't. we haven't seen it, but the reviews are sort of like lukewarm on it and I will still go see it. I'm so excited. I'll see it. I'm, see I'm it. very excited. But like, it. it is funny that like sometimes like all this stuff goes into stuff that like could be bad at any time. <laughs> it really could. For all of the chatter around it, for all of the marketing dollars that go into it, sometimes it's just like, most of the time, I would say even, you're just like, was it was it worth it? And yeah, and then you think like, but would would people have been talking about this movie if it didn't like you know have all these things? Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe it's a good thing. And this brings us to an interesting question: Is all press good press? Is it better to be talking about this? All press is not good press. No, I di- I really disagree with that. Yeah, it depends on the value assessment of like good in service to a, a goal or something. If the goal is to like talk about it, then yes. Like I think that's what people mean when they say that. But I'm like, it doesn't, it's very mm-hmm. hollow and not that it doesn't leave you feeling good after, you know? Right. Even yeah, the you good press, feel quote uncom- unquote. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or at what least we saying? don't Sorry. like okay, to well. feel uncomfortable. Like just, no, I'm just saying like you hate to feel like uncomfortable around something. Like that's probably the thing you want to feel the least when you go see something like, especially like when you go see some someone perform live and it seems like they're really nervous or like that there's an ick, an ick around their project. Like it is distracting. Totally. Totally. And um, with funny girl, I'm just excited period to mm-hmm. see it. And uh, that's it. I, but it's, but, but, but what I'm saying is like, it's not a guarantee that Leah Michelle will like save Broadway just by virtue no. of being in the show. Oh, and then I, I had heard too that like, Back in the Glee days when they would go on tour, she would sing, I think the first season, the first year they did this, she would sing Don't Wait on My Parade. Mm-hmm. And she only did it like twice because after both times, it was like, this is too much on her voice. Yeah. So I wonder what's going to happen mm-hmm. with this with this iteration of like her singing this song. 
Interesting. It's so funny that like you bring that song up in particular, and also Jennifer mentioned that song like last week. Yeah, she mentioned right. that being such a moment because last night, like Barbara Streisand's "Don't Rain on My Parade" actually came on at Quads, yes. which is the great Palm Springs bar where they show all of these like iconic videos, and everyone just sort of like points at the screen and screams. <laughs> um, but. They did play Don't Rain On My Parade by Barbara, and it really is such a shred from so many different perspectives. Like, she's so present on screen and such a star, and she sounds unbelievable, and the shots are great, and the narrative's moving, and it's a really great movie moment. And then you remember, like, yeah, like, someone else is going to have to do it now, and that Barbara thing still does creep on in. I mean, but at least... You know, she's going to be able to sing it. And at least we're seeing her on the second damn day she does it. So if she runs out of gas in the tank, it won't have been an hour performance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I kind of wish we were. And I, and, and I don't I don't mean to say that, like, I don't appreciate you taking me to see the show. Well, I'm curious. Well, I'm saying that I might see it again, like a month later. When she doesn't have the new Jack, the Broadway Jack. That Jack. Yeah. yeah. Before she can yeah. see any damn reviews. It's going to be really interesting to see what the what the blank theater critics say about her. We'll, I'm, we'll I'm be, really interested. We'll be seeing it the day after reviews come out. Yeah, because that's, and that's also like huge for the show too. Like to have it, this is what I'm saying. It's like the funny girl press, that was not good press. No, but I no. think that show's going to sell tickets. They have. But again, that funny girl press even as it bleeds into the Leah of it all, I'm like, we're not going in with great energy. Even like the Leah can't read stuff. You're like, oh, like I what hate is this? the Leah can't read thing. I just don't think it's that funny. Like, I just think like Millie Bobby Brown, like that meme of her being like, hey y'all, I'm about to hit some faggots with my car. Like that to me was at least funny because it was so stupid. Like Leah Michelle can't read. It's like, I get that like people are dragging Jamila Jamil because like, she's like, this is ableist. And it's like, oh, Jamila, stop. But also like it is sort of ableist. And also it's just not that funny. Like she can read. Like it, it just doesn't make me laugh. <laughs> the Millie Bobby, the difference between the Millie thing and the Leah thing, though, is that Millie being Millie was very, very, very shaken by that. And it's still like you cannot. I, I, I think she like was doing interviews in tears being like, this is such a cruel thing. But, it, <laughs> Whereas but, with the, but with, at least it's funny. Whereas with Leah, Michelle can't read. She's just like, no, yeah, read it's sad. Like, why are they doing that? And it's just like, yeah, she obviously can read. But the <laughs> Leah thing, the funny thing about the Leah thing to me is that in that New Yorker piece, she's like, why are people saying that I can't read? I would show, she goes, I would show up to the Glee set every day and know my lines. I can read. And you're like, that's something that you would say if you didn't know how to read. That's what's funny. Is that her response? moment, yeah. The the joke itself is like, fine, whatever. Um, But her response to it, because she's Leah Michelle, and you kind of are like, what a fucking idiot she is. I mean, like, that is the that's the fun part to me. Yeah, it's like it's like introducing yourself and be like, hi, I'm Matt. And I'm not lying about that. It's like, (laughs) like, yes, (laughs) she's like, what do they mean? I can't read. I've read so many books. Here's three books I have read. Okay, mama. Slow it down, reader. Reader. Slow it down, reader. It's 
interesting. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel bad about calling her an idiot on this podcast. She's not a reader, so she, she's, <laughs> she won't, she won't listen. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burritos, and Quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, The possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I wanted to talk about very quickly. Oh. Do we want to talk about this Leo thing real quick? What Leo thing? The That he broke up with this girl like days after her 25th birthday and that this is the pattern that he oh. dates women until they turn 25 and then he dumps them. Here's my take on that. It's just like, okay, then like, it, it, girls, if you know this, then you know this. He's just this kind of guy. Don't date him. What's sad to me is this, so this latest girl... Uh, Camilla Marone. Mm-hmm. She weirdly, her mom. I read this today. Her mom dated Al Pacino, so something's going on there. But <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's a family of starfuckers. That's funny. Uh-huh, but period. I period. There's like a show in there or something. But starfuckers starring well, Sigourney she... Weaver and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes, gag. It's hard. It's like heartbreakers with the same cast. Amazing. She posted something on her Instagram like a year or two ago. A picture of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, who, uh, with the caption, a love like this. Now, mind you, the two of them had a 25-year age difference. Camilla and Leo have a 23-year age difference. And it's like, oh, shit, like, you've been, like, pilled into thinking that, like, this kind of May-December thing is, like, right, amazing or, ass- or like, good. Or which, that it's, I mean, like, classic. Which, whatever, and this is not to say... And I think everyone's being very clear in the discourse, whatever, of it all, that, like, age differences in these relationships are not inherently bad. But the thing that is troublesome is that there's a pattern in Leo, and maybe that does mean something is maybe morally tricky about, like, a man dating a younger woman. But I think, and Katie Ruth Ashcraft wrote this, and Jezebel, our, our good friend Katie A., she was saying that this is actually a good thing because now we can like just make fun of that model of older men dating younger women or who, who exploit or who like fall into a pattern of exclusively dating younger women at like a very young age where you're like, wait, this is like, now you have like a pop cultural reference to that and be like, oh, he's just like doing the Leo thing. Yeah. It's sad, you know? Yeah. The Leo thing is often things that I find are, it's just kind of interesting how, he does a movie and like, you know, it's the Oscars. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's the big thing. It's Leo, the movie star. And then him when he's not being Leo, the movie star is literally in like a bad t-shirt, a shitty hat, like on a huge yacht, like mm-hmm. a, just a too big of a, yeah. of an expense, like, and, and obviously not great for whatever body of water it's in with these young, 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 young models that are then like completely replaceable. But yet when he shows up and he, and he clocks in and he sleeps in a bear or something for like the Oscar, everyone's like, God damn it. The great movie star. And it is sort of like, he might be like the last one. And Ben Affleck, I think like gets to make, you know, he's, he makes a lot of like transitions between prestige and trash throughout Mm -hmm. the years. And people seem to accept him back, but it's true. Like the male movie stars do get treated with a degree of like, ah, let him do it. Which is like, uh, we've tossed away so many of these women because they like, because of whatever. And like these guys, like their tit popped out or something. Yeah. Their tit popped out. They had work done. God forbid, because of the oppressive patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, it just feels like it never like I think that Bradley Cooper could show up at the Oscars with up uh, with poopy coming out of his pants and people would be like, well, mama, he did a Star Wars born. He's a classic movie star and he does it all. Bradley but Gaga Cooper. couldn't. Gaga, Gaga could not couldn't. come covered in poop. If Gaga came covered in poop, it better be by her it own design. It would be curtains. It would yeah. be curtains for Gaga. I think that even that would be a bridge too far for our Lady Gaga. Honey. And me even telling this story to the public about my own poop journey, that might be it for me. Okay? It might be curtains for Bo. <laughs> it's fine. I, I had a good run. I really did. You had a good run. You've been able to do amazing work. I, I have. I have. Um, what Do you have anything else to talk about? I have one more thing to talk about. 
I mean, uh, what is the topic that you are going to bring up? I was just going to bring up, I'm, I'm bringing some negative stories to the chat, but this one concerns our former guest and another legend, Marin Morris. Yes. She, I think she is really doing it right. Period. Period. She's really like taking these narratives that are being like foisted upon her. And she's just like, nope, I'm going to like actually win out in this way. Mm-hmm. She, Marin is funny. She's a, and we, and we knew this, but Marin's a, she's got jokes. She, she Marin gets it. And for basically anyone that doesn't know out there that's listening, any of these readers, she basically is just getting like really ripped to shreds by like, the demons like Tucker Carlson and Fox news, because she basically called transphobia what it is and said that anyone has a place listening to country music at her shows, et cetera, because she dared call out someone's transphobia. Is Brittany Aldean fucking yes. Jason's flop wife, Jester flop in the clown square. She might be nominated next year. Um, but this is this is this really made me laugh. Was that um, she? Well, first of all, Brittany tweeted. Uh, she was the one who tweeted like, "I want to thank my parents for not changing my gender when I was a tomboy." And then I love this. I love this girly life. Brown heart emoji. Brown oh. heart emoji. Brown heart. Brown heart. I think she, I think she's she's part of the poopy club. Um, and then I think brown heart is the title of that. Brown heart. One word like Braveheart. And then (laughs) Brown heart like Braveheart. That's the title of that. Yeah. And then Marin tweeted, "Um, (laughs) it's so easy to not be a scumbag. And then she says, sell your clippings and zip it in Direction Barbie. I think that's a really good. Wow. Insurrection Barbie. Barbie. Sell your clippings and zip it. Ooh. You know what's crazy about Insurrection Barbie? People would buy her. The insurrectionists would buy her and they would have insurrection Barbie like in their homes. Their kids would be playing with insurrection Barbie. That's where America's at. There's so many homes that would buy insurrection Barbie. Barbie. Just a militant Barbie intent on taking down democracy would fly off the shelves. It's going to be huge this Christmas in insurrectionist homes. You think think Marin made a mistake? No, I think she... By bringing insurrection Barbie into the world? (laughs) I think um, it is a funny, I don't know, sketch, Lauren. I think uh, Lauren. Insurrection Barbie is kind of kind of hilarious. And I I would even like if Marin Morris came and cameoed as Insurrection Barbie. But also that would make her, her need to dress up like an insurrectionist. And no. who really wants to do that? Well, maybe some of the new cast members on, of SNL. Um, yes. Keep an eye out for um, that announcement soon. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, but anyway, no, I think that she's um, playing it online and in life, and probably live on concert because the woman's voice is incredible. She's a great performer, and I'm seeing her on October 17th. Oh my God, where's she playing? The damn bowl. Oh, that'll be so good, Marin. I blasted 80s Mercedes minutes before we started this recording. What a song! I will never stop saying it. I just have to say too, the bones. Oh, the bones. It's a bop. Did you see? Marin has been actually saying, she's been posting a little bit about this, but she auditioned for Wicked on Broadway and got a callback. For Glinda? For Alphaba. For Alphaba. Yeah. Yeah. That feels good. And I was like, feels really I good. would buy a ticket to this. Defying Gravity. What a song. With, but uh, No, no, no. no but of course. But I'm saying Defying Gravity 
I meant to finish the sentence. Define gravity by merit. A la Marin mm-hmm. would be so, so good. It'd be incredible. Anything else you want to bring up? Mama. What? I think it's time for I Don't Think So Honey. Okay, Mama. I think it's time indeed. Do you have something? I have something kind I do. of weird. I have something kind of weird too. I think <laughs> this is this is like a, one of the weirdo wacko episodes. And I think that it's okay to sometimes get a little weird, a little wacko, get in touch with your kind of kooky side. You know what I mean? Yeah, Especially yeah. like as we get into fall, it's going to become, you know, a little bit darker, a little bit colder. Like you, you can try some things out, like in the privacy of your home, like yeah. getting a little weird and kooky, trying that new hairstyle, putting on that makeup. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe <laughs> yes. even like, you know, just like, just get a little weird. You know, you, you think you're going to have a little weird moment this fall? I might get a little weird this fall. Like, I think I might try something different. You know, maybe do a little. What about a little ear piercing for me? Ooh, and I think you're going to pierce the ear that not many people expect. The left ear? Which the one's the gay ear. ear? The gay ear, I think, is the right ear. So you think it's kind of queer for me to pierce the not gay ear? I think either ear, either ear, it's queer. Mm, Okay, that's a rule of culture. That's what number was that? Seventy-five. That's rule of culture number seventy-five. Either ear, either ear, it's queer. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, it's Bowen. And I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said... Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I have a good outlook, honey, I think. Okay, this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey's Time Starts Now. I don't think so, honey. There's never been a sunscreen that won't sting you in the eyes. Why have we had Shark mm-hmm. Tank for so many years and no one has gone on with the invention? It's sunscreen, but it can get in your eye and doesn't sting. For me, this is the most obvious invention anyone could possibly think of. And yet, here we are in the year of our Lord 2022. No one's even thought of this yet. Every sunscreen you put on your damn face. And let me tell you, people, readers out there, I hope you're protecting your son in these times of great heat because if you step outside it's like a demon heat and please be protecting yourself with spf it's different for everyone but get some on your skin now if you don't i don't think so honey back to your eyes stinging and sunscreen sliding sweating down into your face suddenly you're unable to see i don't think so honey and then the pain sets in it is pain unlike you've ever felt and it is because no one has come up with the invention brought it to barbara brought it to the sharks and said sharks (laughs) are you willing to go down with me no i don't think so honey what a shame that's one minute that was beautiful now what kind of sunscreen are you using that would sting you in your like are you spraying it on or are you i'll tell you right now that i put super goop sunscreen on my face have you heard of this no relationship there's different kinds of super goop sun super goop sunscreens which which one do you know which one you're using is it the the it's heavy white so i think you can probably look into they make a matte sunscreen and which feels very apropos. Oh, I just got it. I just got and it. And that one kind of goes on. I'm sorry. I I, I normally, I don't do puns or wordplay that well. But it's but it's a secret power that you'll reveal later in your career. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. Because right now you can still do so much types of comedy, but later no when, when you go into your pun era in like 10 years, people are not going to see that coming. That would be so cool. Comedians yeah. should have like eras more. <laughs> <laughs> Eras more. Absolutely. And like not not in like the Chappelle way, like, oh, he's in his like transphobia era. I feel like there should be like, I'm in my clownery era. I'm in my comedia era. I'm in my pun era. You know, like why not? I think comedians need to have more eras a hundred percent. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, we need huge, massive reinventions. For comedians. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of do. Why I not? want Amy Schumer to come out next comedy album with a short blue bob. And the theme is like deconstruction in space, like very neo-futurist. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that's what I want from yeah. Schumer next go around, next press cycle. Yeah. I want Schumer to basically do a Julio and a Julio Torres impression. Yeah. I want lesbian Ali Wong with no mm-hmm. hair. <laughs> Like Sinead O'Connor. It's all hair-based and for you. Which is what should... eras are. Which is what eras yes, are. Let's that's... just let's just be real. Eras are <laughs> eras are just hair. Eras are just hair. It's actually real culture number uh, 92. 
eras are just hair. Are just hair. <laughs> like pink has never gone through another era either because her hair has always been the damn same. Blonde? Pink? <laughs> it's been it's been blonde mostly. It's been blonde more than it's been pink. Yeah, no. When you said this is a very interesting gay who's on first because you were like blonde and I was like pink. Pink. <laughs> and so then you were like blonde. This she's blonde. Is gay and I said who's on first. no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pink is blonde. <laughs> blonde, pink, pink, blonde is gay who's on first. It's a, it, it would be a hugely successful bit in the vaudeville. And this is what I'm saying. We like I just, I want I want fucking like Bo Burnham to have a vaudeville era. Yeah. This is what I want. Okay. Um I I have one that's a little weird as I've said. You keep saying it's so weird and Bowen, I just want to tell you something. I've seen a lot of really <laughs> weird stuff. And mm-hmm. so for your I don't think so honey to be truly weird. It's going to take a lot. Yeah, because I've seen like <laughs> turtles swim. I've seen like whales give birth. Weird. I've seen a lot weird, of stuff. weird stuff. So this is Bowen Yang's I don't think so honey. And his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The term double fisting. Oh, no. Sometimes just sometimes it's just holding two drinks. It's not like someone, you know, taking two drinks to the head and that's why they need to hold two drinks at the same time. It's also co-opting the kink community. Hmm. Hello? Also, unless you're Edward Forty handsing it, it's not really what you think it is when you go, oh, you're double fisting. It's always like anytime someone says, Oh, you're double fisting. Thirty it's, seconds. It's it's in that tone of like, oh, someone's like gotten a haircut. It's it's in that like delivery that is bothersome to me. I have not double fisted in a while. No one said that to me, but I was watching Potomac and then 15. Candace says it to Giselle, and I was like, don't do that. Just say you're holding two drinks. Sometimes you're holding two drinks for any other reason than to say I'm double fisting. This is a bad term it's giving 2010 it's giving college for me and we don't need it in the culture and that's one minute i think that something is going on here and as someone that has newly become obsessed with therapy i'm going to therapize you okay you are uncomfortable with the word fisting no you are you don't I, like that it's i'm being used. saying i'm saying it shouldn't be used in this context i right. love why the word is that fisting. examine that examine that because words matter Right, and but that's not really an answer to the question. Why don't you think people should be saying double fisting and they should say something else like I'm holding two drinks when it's just sort of... Is it because of fisting, the word? It no. Be ending, double it's holding? because the term double fisting carries with it this like pizzazz and flair when people use it. They're like, ooh, double fisting. And you're like, don't do that. I'm just holding two drinks. It's not... Don't editorialize me. And how do you, how, when, when, if someone were to say to you, you're double fisting, what's your fear about how you'd be editorialized? I have no fear. This is not a fear. I go, it's, it's a gripe. I go, no, I'm just holding two drinks, sir. So you think that double fisting shouldn't exist at all as something anyone ever says? It just, I don't know what it's supposed to do. Like if someone is, if someone if someone is Edward Forty handsing, which I have not seen since college mm-hmm. either, I would go. Well, that person is doing Edward Forty hands. Hmm. You don't. What think, about this? Does it? What about this? Is not clicking. You for don't you? think that when someone says to you, "You're double fisting," that you're not taking it as an accusation? That maybe you have an issue to examine on your hands. Hey, you're double fisting. I definitely don't have an issue. You're being Garcelle to me right now, you are Erica. to my Erica. 
By the way, can we just talk about how rotten this season is? I, I'm over this season. This is a bad season of Beverly Hills. Period. I just have to say, like, the, uh, first of all, I guess the the fact that it's all moved online and like off the show to yeah, online, I it's hate so it. lame. And I just think like you obviously need like something to change at that point, just because so much of the narrative is like not what's actually happening in the show. And then every now and then there'll be like an iconic moment or one of the, one of the women does something funny, but like this Diana thing the other day with Sutton, like the way that all those women just sat there while Sutton just cried and wept. Cried. Like, while Diana is laughing like a fuck, gleefully calling her a cunt. Yeah, that was wild. And they, none of them really said anything besides Garcelle. And I was just like, you can just feel it getting ugly, dark in a way. And I will say that it's not necessarily like when it's dark, you don't like watching it. But when it becomes like dark and also like inactive and not not fun. It's static. Yeah, yeah it's static darkness. <laughs> and it, Hearing an Erica Jane's laugh, I'm sorry. That little cackle is just nails on a fucking chalkboard. It's the worst sound. Here's what I really need. I need Crystal to say something to Erica Jane about the earrings, and I need her to not back down. Like if she's gonna now bring up yeah, the fact Crystal's that the seven hundred fifty thousand dollar, but 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 I need Crystal to do that or. Maybe it's just not the show for her, but like she needs to come hard. If, if she's going to take on this Erica Jane plotline about the $750,000 earrings, she better not back down and get afraid of Erica when Erica lashes out because you can handle her. You dwarf her. Like you have actual money. Your husband is great. You have a family. Like, like this, don't be scared of Erica. Don't be scared of Erica. Erica. No one should be scared of Erica. She is one of the most pitiful people in the public eye. I mean it. I and but Crystal too. I'm like none of these people are giving the give. We need to be given the give. Yeah. Okay. Even, and we love Garcelle, but Garcelle will often just sit there when something happens and go, "That's not right." And it's just like, "Oh, then then I don't know." Yeah, of course that's not right. Get, then get up in there. Let's get, get up, up in there. In make there. Some, make something happen. Get up in there. This is why I need Potomac back ASAP, but unfortunately, like Midnight's, it's not coming out till mid-October. And and you and I tend to seem to have a disagreement about the Salt Lake City season three trailer. I go, uh... I loved it. The season two trailer was a masterpiece in trailers. I loved the season three trailer. I mean, when Heather revealed her black guy, I was like, absolutely. Who did it? That's... We already have a whodunit on our hands. And that's because Salt Lake is and will always be, first and foremost, a crime thriller. <laughs> Salt Lake City is a crime thriller. Crime thriller. I just think the black eye might be a big, big nothing. Might be a big burger of nothing, as we call it. Nothing burger. All I know is we did see in the footage Heather absolutely toss Whitney. Heather and Whitney, that is... If that friendship goes, you go, what else is happening? I just, I will. uh, These are women of great esteem, great respect, great beauty, great talent, and great fortune and great drama and great conflict. Fortune. They have a great fortune, fortune, these women. They sit on great fortunes. 
So to see them in conflict is <laughs> really troubling. It says end of days to me. It says it's giving end It's giving end of days to me. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Potomac needs to come back. As I've said, it's the best vibes of any city. The women look absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous. in that photo. Period. Gloves. Oh my goodness. I need these women to go. I'll take I'm I'm actually excited for Mia to come back in. You know what? Uh, let's see what Mia's giving. Uh, I'm not upset about Mia and and Big Daddy either. What's it? What's, what's Big Daddy? <laughs> whatever is I don't I don't know what his name is. Um, but Mia gave us some iconic moments in in the last season. Like she has a big heart. Like, like think about that constantly. <laughs> I know just how she has a big she heart. Has a big like, heart. Just, <laughs> she has no shit. No, she. It's she said she has a beautiful heart. She has a beautiful Not heart. Big, beautiful and, heart. I, and I, I've, I've met Giselle, and she has a beautiful heart. Beautiful heart, and like, I was a dancer wearing gowns at a place that served <laughs> lobster and steak. Steak and lobster. Steak it was a five star restaurant. It was a five star restaurant where we served steak and lobster, and I did wear a gown. I was not a stripper. Cut to two episodes before. I was a stripper. I... <laughs> Mia, no, we need to give Mia the give. She is, she is a legend. Like that's oh, funny. My, that that's is funny. So funny. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Potomac needs to come back. Okay. Anything and also, else? whenever Candace talks about her big feet, whenever she says your big feet, and then they get into a conversation about whether or not that's like size, an insult, yeah. sizes, sure. But then sometimes, like at the reunion, they did. I think cut to a close up on the feet. See, was, that's what we need. We don't need this darkness. We need the question of, is it okay for a woman to say another <laughs> woman's feet are too big? Discuss. This is why Potomac is the best. It's funny. These women are funny. Okay. I mean, let's not also forget the Potomac has seen it's probably the darkest days on any other franchises. Yes. And it, it but there is another dawn. Yeah, there is another time. Dawn. Period. Period. Um, I want to tell you before we go about one song that I recently listened to, which actually was snubbed in the great global songbook. And I wanted to shoot it your way. Okay. Just so it's, this is more of a for your consideration from me to you um, okay. as the nominations approach. You know what I mean? Right around the corner. And um, we think about um, recognizing, recognizing iconography. And here's the song. Stand Out by Tevin Campbell from the Goofy Movie soundtrack. Oh my God. Can we just give flowers to Tevin Campbell? Yeah. Flowers. Can we talk? Iconic Tevin Campbell song. Stand, Stand out. out. I'm on the ground, even if I got a shower loud. Amazing voice, Matt Rogers. You've never sounded better. And <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm just crying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you cry, but Tevin Campbell was uh, was out here being sounding like the '90s. Take me back to a time and place, King. Now take me there. And I'm so happy he's come out of the closet recently. I'm so happy he's living in his true self. Mm. He's someone who really was giving the give. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. My new phrase is "give the give." I've noticed it. Which which really can apply to so much. And Sarah Sarah Sherman did kind of help bring this into my lexicon. But Tevin was giving the gift since day one. 
since he burst onto the world stage. When he says in the in the track, it's a piece of cake. Are you kidding me? Also, do you remember a goofy movie? The character of, um, I believe it was Roxanne. The most beautiful woman in the world. The most beautiful dog the in the world. The most beautiful woman dog woman in the world. She said, this is a woman. <laughs> Let me hold my books to my developing chest. Notice look even more bangs. beautiful. Notice my bangs. I'm going to look even more beautiful than Kate Moss. Notice my bangs. Just a great beauty. A figure of great esteem, respect, beauty, talent. She loved to read books. One of the best things to do. Couldn't be Leah. I'm sorry. Now, now we're fully like in the Leah Michelle can't read sort of bit. But I have to say, I fully believe she can read. I, I bet I, she I can believe read it. some of the longest books um, in print. <laughs> some of the longest books in print Leah Michelle has read. Roxanne, though. Roxanne and Max had just one of those romances that you're like, I hope this works out. The I bet chemistry. they're still together. But the I bet chemistry. they are still together fucking like dogs. Mm. Roxanne <laughs> is a gorgeous dog woman. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, That's rule of culture number 77. Roxanne, Roxanne is a gorgeous, is one of the gorgeous dog, woman. dog woman. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we end every episode with a song. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. 
Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.